Earlier this year, plant lovers across Britain and Ireland headed out in their thousands for the annual New Year plant hunt of the Botanical Society of Britain and Ireland. Now, the records these citizen scientists collected tell a story of how Irish and British wild plants are responding to a changing climate. Earlier, Enin Ilana spoke with Bridget Keane of the BSBI's Ireland office. Hi, Anna. How are you doing? So, Bridget, you're the Ireland officer for the Botanical Society of Britain and Ireland, which is a great title altogether. In the 70s, I used to be the Irish Secretary of the Botanical Society of the British Isles Irish Regional Branch. So I'm very glad we have parity nowadays, parity of esteem. And one of the things that society does every year is to see what plants are in bloom at the same time at the turn of the year between the last days of the old year and the first days of the new year. So did it happen again this year and were you out doing it yourself? I was out doing it myself. I was in Strandhill with our local group um, and we went out for a lovely walk and a pub lunch and another lovely walk and we recorded 20 species in bloom. So where did you go? I mean did you go out to people's gardens where they cultivated plants or were you allowed to go into gardens or were you only to look at wildflowers or once you were walking along in a wild place you could count anything that was in bloom? So basically, you can you can go wherever you like, but it doesn't include gardens. So any any place along the road or to the beach or any area at all, but we wouldn't do it completely in gardens. However, if we saw plants that were usually in gardens but had escaped, we would be able to include those in our lists. So this was then all added up and counted over the whole of Scotland, Wales, England and Ireland. And were there many species in bloom actually at that time of year? Over 600, I think, species across the whole region in bloom. And in Ireland, we had 228 species recorded. 228 species of plants were in bloom in Ireland. Now, tell me, were they coming or going? In other words, were they plants that were in bloom during the year and hadn't stopped blooming, that they continued on longer than they should? Or were they early plants that were blooming earlier, where they shouldn't be out till March or April, but they were out early? In other words, are they coming or going? Are they ones that hung on too long or are they new arrivals? Or were there, was there some of each lot there? Well, we had some of each of those categories. Um, So just over half were things that were kind of hanging on from last summer, what we're calling autumn stragglers. So they will be things like yarrow and ragwort and perhaps buttercups. So just over half of them were those species. Um, Just over a quarter were what we call springtime specialists, so things like um, celandine, primrose, those kind of things that would normally be flowering in spring and perhaps we're seeing them just a tinsy bit early. Um, and then about one-fifth were things that we would be flowering either all year or specifically flowering in the winter, so maybe winter heliotrope or ivy, um, and then things like daisy and dandelion that would be really you'd find all year round. Yeah, so they were in different categories. So which was the most surprising to see, that half of them hadn't died back? In other words, that the winter in November and December wasn't cold enough to finish them off and give them a rest, that they were still flowering because it hadn't been cold enough for them to stop. Was that the most surprising thing? Well, that's certainly the one that might give us the most clues about what our climate is doing because the fact that we didn't have very many frosts in that time um, and weather was generally quite mild, that meant that some of these things would normally have kind of given up and died off. 
but this year they've just kept going right through. I mean, we did have a cold snap just before the New Year plant hunt, and I think a few of those things went then. So, oh, this might have been even bigger if we hadn't had that cold snap. Um, but, yeah, we certainly that was the most interesting observation, I think. And people are always thinking when they see flowers in that, oh, this is the earliest ever. Things like, say, the lesser celandine, that lovely yellow um flower that has a member of the buttercup family that has the heart-shaped leaves that I always tell people is out for Valentine's Day because it has heart-shaped leaves but that you you have that on your list now that's obviously earlier than it should be so do you compare things from year to year were the early ones earlier did you find ones this year that were even earlier or was it is it par for the course what you get the early ones I mean that's a bit of a difficult question in some ways because every year you get a few things and and Obviously, different individuals might flower a little bit earlier or a little bit later, so it's kind of difficult to make a, a really sweeping conclusion. Lesser Celandine made it onto our top 20 for the first time this year, so that's kind of interesting. Um, but in general, I think with the spring flowering plants, a lot of them will flower a little bit early in some years, So, and I think 13 years isn't really quite long enough to draw these big conclusions. But the indication is that a few of the spring flowers may be a little bit earlier. But, I mean, it can be a bit misleading, too, because sometimes we see things like daffodils in flower, and we might think, gosh, that's really early. Um, But some varieties actually prefer to flower early. Some are bred to flower a little bit earlier. So, you know, you have to be careful what conclusions you draw there. But I'm thinking of things like dandelions, for example, which are so important for bumblebees. The bumblebees have certainly been seen around in January. So it's good to know that there are dandelions around for them because we tend to think of the dandelions as not coming out until March. But if the bees are out, we do need the early flowers there as well or otherwise there won't be any pollen for them. So if, if the flowers are early and the bees are early, then there's a whole shift to being early altogether. There is an indication that it's going that way, certainly. Is this going to be written up? I mean, was this the same as it was in Britain? Do the Botanical Society write it all up as a report? Or how do people find out the whole contents of the list? So the whole survey has been written up. Um, and if anyone wants to have a look at it, if they go onto the BSBI website, all the results are there. And you can actually look at the results just for Ireland. You can look at the top 20 species recorded in Ireland over the last, in fact, more than top 20, over the last seven or eight years. Um, and that's quite interesting to have a look at and, and also see how many more species have been recorded. But of course, part of that is to do with more people joining in the plant hunt because it's a really good, fun thing to do and it's really catching on across the country. Listen, Bridget, it's great talking to you. This is great to hear that the BSBI is doing so well and great to hear that we're getting all this scientific information to put together so we can see what's actually happening with the world. Thank you so much, Bridget. Thank you very much, Jaina. Lovely to talk to you. Details, as always, on our website, rte.ie forward slash